welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you are doing well today. Hey, we're talking about something that I think is super important and game-changing for your business. We're talking about a customer experience. And I'm going to go deep into what that means, what that should look like. And I even have a story of something that happened to me recently, which kind of triggered me doing this podcast. Um, Because I realized that a lot of people don't understand a customer experience. And if you do not understand a customer experience, then uh, you're you're just going to lose. It's just the way it is. And by the way, uh, every company um, provides a customer experience of some sort. Uh, whether you know it or not. And so if you don't know it, then chances are your customer experience is not that great. Um, So let's just dive in, I guess, man. Like, you know, every time you service somebody's house, right, whether you're a window cleaner, a carpet cleaner, a lawn care guy, every time you service their house, no matter what you do, um, when you leave or when you finish, they're going to feel a certain way, right? And what a customer experience is, is basically the way that you make somebody feel when they buy from you. It's that easy. And obviously the goal is to make somebody feel good when they buy from you. And there's many, many ways to do that. Um, But I'm going to go into a story real quick of something that happened to me. And it has nothing to do with the service industry, uh, but it does have to do with providing a good customer experience. Um, As you guys know, we're in 2018 going into 2019 and everybody is talking about, you know, buy local, uh, brick and mortar stores are going out of business all over. Huge companies are going out of business all over. Um, I mean, look at Toys R Us and, and big companies like that because they didn't stick with the times. Their their model was outdated and they lost, right? They, they got to a point where it was not worth staying open uh, because they were you know, getting the crap kicked out of them by these other companies. And a lot of that has to do with the internet, of course. Um, But my story, uh, back in the spring, I believe it was, uh, I bought a camera. We bought it for our business. Uh, You know, we do a lot of content. And um, I went to our local camera store. And I went there a couple times uh, because... I'm the kind of guy, man, like I like to, to touch things and feel things and try them out and, and see if I like it first before I buy it. Like I actually don't really like buying stuff online. Um, so I went to our, this local camera shop in our town and, uh, the first time I went there, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted for sure. So I checked out a couple different cameras and, and then I was going to go back and do some research and, and check out reviews on them and stuff like that because it was a big purchase. It was, you know, it was $1,200 just for the body. And so, uh, the body of the camera. And so I went back, I did some research, finally decided on the one I wanted. It, it took me probably two weeks to finally decide, I went back in to go buy it. They didn't have any in stock. Like, okay, no problem. Hey, we should have some in, uh, you know, within the next week. All right, cool. So I did have a project coming up that I needed to to get a camera, but it was only, it was two or three weeks out. So I wasn't super worried. So I go in a week later and sure enough, they don't have it. I said, well, when are you guys going to have it? Well, you know, we thought we were going to get some in, but I forget what the excuse was, but regardless, they weren't going to be able to get one in for at least three weeks, right? 
so I was kind of frustrated, man, because I went in that I went in that day with cash. I wanted to buy from these guys and they didn't have it, right? And at this point, we're going on two weeks now that I've been waiting for this camera to show up at their shop and it's not there. And so in their mind, they're like, well, hey man, like we can order it for you. I'm like, you know, yeah, I don't have three weeks to wait. Well, you know, that, that's the best we can do. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, no problem. So I ended up going and buying the camera on Amazon. I had it two days later, right? And so, you know, it's it's a little bit crazy because you always have this battle of people saying you need to buy local um, and specifically this shop and, and the shop next door, man, they're just like gung ho about buying local and, and keeping your money in town and all this stuff. But the problem was I was frustrated because like I wanted to buy from them but they were making it so hard. And and I don't know their business like they do. Maybe they really couldn't get the camera for three weeks. Or maybe they did a poor job with inventory and they didn't have it in stock. Or maybe a lot of the people that do buy from them are willing to wait three or four weeks to get something. But in this day and age, man, like I'll admit it, like I wanted it and I needed it then. Like I didn't have time to wait. I had already waited. And so they made the buying process very hard for me. And in return, I ended up not buying from them, right? And so uh, I got the camera from Amazon. It's awesome. I loved it. I still do. And I I wrote something on Facebook. I didn't call out the shop. I I didn't put their name in. didn't leave a bad review. I've bought, I've spent thousands of dollars with these people in the past. And I just said, listen, man, like everybody is so worked up on basically, you know, buying local. But at the end of the day, if you can't produce what people need in the same way that these online companies are, like don't get mad that people are buying stuff online, okay? So what I did is I went on Amazon and I bought the product, right? And it was convenient. It got to me much faster. I knew that their uh, return policy was probably way better, right? And the reality is it was just more consistent. And so I wrote something on Facebook, maybe I shouldn't have, and, and like I said, I didn't put the name of the shop, but I just said, listen guys, I'm frustrated because I want to spend all this money locally and all these people, you know, look down on you if you don't and blah, blah, blah. But if you can't provide a customer experience like an an online shop can, don't get ticked off that people are buying online, right? And so here's where the story gets good. I, uh, I went in that camera shop two weeks ago and I wanted to buy a lens. And so they did have it in stock, which is awesome. And, you know, I shouldn't even have went back, but I did because again, I want to buy local. So I went in there, they had it. The owner comes out and he says, Hey man, how do you like the new ADD? And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, how does he know I got that? I'm like, uh, I like it a lot. And I'm buying a lens for that camera and excuse my language, but he goes, yeah, that really chapped my ass when you guys or when you went and bought that on Amazon. I was like, excuse me? And he said it again. And this is as I'm checking out, okay? Like, I'm buying a lens from you right now. I can't believe he's even saying this. He goes, next time you want to buy a camera, uh, you need to call me. I said, well, I talked to your son. Your son said you couldn't get the camera in. He says, well, you need to get a hold of me then. So this is what I told him. I said, first off, I'm the customer. And let me give you a little lesson. The customer never should have to go out of his way to get a hold of somebody 
who can help him, right? Like if your employees can't help you, then your training process is broken. Um, and he kind of shut up, right? I said, so at the end of the day, I came in here twice trying to buy this camera. You couldn't provide it for me in time. So I had to go somewhere, somewhere else. And when I left there, I thought about my own business and I thought about how easy is it for people to buy from us, right? This is the lesson. It doesn't have to be a camera shop. It doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. It can be your home service business. How hard are you making it for people to buy from you? When they call you, do you actually answer their phone or do they have to call you two or three times, right? If, you, if they leave a voicemail, do you actually call them back as fast as you possibly can? Do you actually show up on time? Do you make it easy for them to pay? Is the customer experience while you're at their house great? Do your employees do a good job, right? Like all these things come into, into a customer experience. And so I want you guys to start to think like that. Like I know as a home service business, you don't have to necessarily stress out about like an internet, you know, sabotaging your company yet right? I'm a big believer that if you're, if you're not betting big on the internet to get jobs right now, that five years from now, people like me are going to destroy your company. We're going to put you out of business. But there is really no threat for us at this moment where, like it is for brick and mortar, okay? But what I'm saying is you have to figure out a way to offer good customer experience because people will pay more money if it feels good, Right? It's like if you you ever cheaped out on something, a tool or, or a piece of equipment, and when you bought it, you're like, oh, man, I saved you know $100, I saved $1,000, whatever the case was. In that moment, it feels good until you go and try to use that piece of equipment. And then you realize, man, this, this lawnmower doesn't quite cut the grass as good as that one that was 1000 bucks more. Man, this is it takes me an extra five or 10 minutes you know, per lawn now because this mower is a little bit slower. Um, you know, man, maybe I should have got the truck mount instead of the portable carpet cleaning equipment, you know, that kind of thing. People will pay more if it performs better and if they feel better using it. So for example, when I go and we bid against, you know, companies like fish window cleaning or any of the ones in our area, it doesn't matter. We are almost always more expensive, but when they called our office, we answered the first time. The other company didn't. It took them a half a day to call them back. When we set up the appointment to come out and give them a quote, we showed up on time. The other, the other company didn't give them a time to come out or didn't show up when they said they would. When we hand them our estimate sheet, they get a full page, glossy estimate sheet, fully designed, full color, right? Has all the pricing for every service for their home on it. Our competitor gave them a price on the back of a business card. We are already setting the customer experience in a way where people can't compete with us. Why? Because we do everything better, right? And at the end of the day, when you just do things better, you can charge more. I know it sounds so simple. Like as I'm saying this, I'm like, Matt, this is like too simple to even put out, but it's not. Like people don't understand it. I see it all the time. We go and give quotes and someone will leave a little uh, business card on the front door and there'll be a price on the back of it. Like they're not even competition. If you're doing that, like I get it. In the beginning, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get out there and land a job or two until you can make enough money to, to get good estimate sheets, right? 
But at the, there's too many companies out there that have been around for too long and they spend their money in the wrong places and they don't provide a good customer experience. And that's why companies like ours are killing people. You guys got to get in the right mindset. You got to provide a good customer experience. It's all about making the customer feel good, right? Like when you leave their house, even though you're the more expensive guy, they feel like they made the right choice and there's no doubt in their mind that you're the guy that they will use next time. I said this in the last podcast. I said, people want to hire big companies that, ha- that have been around and do thousands of jobs because they know they aren't going anywhere and they recognize, even if they don't necessarily know this, they subconsciously recognize that if a company is big and does that much work, They must have done something right along the way and it instantly builds trust, right? So if you can provide customers with a great customer experience, you answer your phone, you show up on time for the quote, you show up on time when you do the job, you give them the correct invoice sheets that are also super nice and glossy and and blow the customer away. You, you give them a walk around to show them all the work you did. That way they know you're not running away from the work you did, but you're running towards it and making sure they're happy, right? God forbid there's a problem. You actually answer your phone again and come out the same day and fix it. You call them two or three times a year to remind them about their services. Like all of this compounds and provides a good customer experience. Now, in different industries, this is pretty average, But in the home service business, I'm telling you guys, I deal with people every single day. We help companies all over the country market their business, right? If you can can figure out how to do this, you're going to win because there are not very many guys or gals in our industry, in our world here that think like this. Most of them are just looking to make enough money to pay the bills and move on. That's it. But if you want to grow a big business, you have got to understand this. And if you do understand it and you implement it, you will set yourself apart. So that's what I got for that today. Um, we'll do more podcasts on this in the future. I really just want to jump on here and, and share that story about the camera guy because it blew my mind. Like the ignorance that some of us have as business owners to think like the customer should wait, like the customer should go out of his way or her way to use you. It's just not going to happen, guys. Like the customer is always going to choose the easier route. And even if he does choose you once, if it's a painful process, if it's hard, he's not calling you again. And you have to get this through your mind. You've got to make the buying process as easy as possible, period. And so just the fact that he thought that I should reach out to him and that I should go out of my way because his employees couldn't give me the correct information or do what needed to be done to get me to buy from them. Insane. And before you knock him, I challenge you to ask yourself, like, has there been any situations where maybe you made it hard on the customer to buy from you? And if so, let's fix those. Okay. So that's all. Um, We're trying to do a lot of podcasts, guys. This is day three, three podcasts in a row killing the game and so winter's here and this is uh this is a little bit slower time um and by the way 
something I want to plug. I don't ever plug our, our marketing stuff on here very often. But right now, if you guys are closing down for the winter, let's say you're here in the Midwest or something and you, you have a seasonal business, right now is the perfect time to start strategizing with us on your marketing plan for next year. So even if you don't buy stuff right now, I'm more than willing to, to chat with you and kind of help lay out a plan um, and, and get you rolling. So you guys know we do print marketing, AdWords, uh, Facebook ads, we build websites, stuff like that. So if you need any of that, the emails in the show notes, uh, but start to think about that guys, start to think, you know, put yourself in your customer shoes. What does it look like for you uh, or for a customer rather buying from you? What does that look like and how easy is it? So develop a plan this year to make it super easy for people to buy from you. And I guarantee you, you're going to land more jobs. You're going to get more referrals and your business is going to grow. This episode of the service industry podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.